Hello, Resiliency Revolution, and welcome to your February webinar. So every month we do a webinar based on, you know, the topic at hand. So last month we did like a whole unlisted YouTube streamed into the thing. This month we did it a little bit differently. I am live in Discord right now, live streaming, as well as simultaneously recording this to the podcast. You guys have both. So we're going to try this new method today, see how it works. I'm excited. So let's jump in and let's talk about scheduling. All right, everyone, we are now on Discord, live streaming video, and I am also recording this to the podcast, and I will upload it as soon as this video is done. So if any time you want, you can come back to this podcast. I will definitely describe what I am looking at um, now. If you do pop on to the live stream, what you will notice first and foremost today is that I am not what we would call camera ready. Um, I am in a messy bun with my glasses on, a workout shirt, and a old um, VCA work hoodie because today my priorities were with morning clients and then going to pick up my car that was in the shop. And so getting camera ready was not a priority. So what I'm actually gonna do first and foremost is go over our goals this month. So I am picking up our resiliency tool of the month form. You can find that in your journal. It's also posted onto the Patreon page. So our resiliency goal this month was all about scheduling, right? Our objectives within this worksheet was to identify the place where you most needed to use it, the person you most needed to use it with, and it doesn't always have to be self. Sometimes we are in a position where other people are really walking over our scheduling. So we have to be very careful about always really like, oh, I know I need to really be um, more on top of my schedule. You may need to have more boundaries with your schedule. But if you know that you have like a mother-in-law who just walks in your door all the time at any given hour of any day, hi, raising hands here because um, that was me back in the day. She would literally walk in at any time and disrupt my schedule and want to go to Target, want to go to Big Lots, want to pick up the baby, want to do whatever. And so this would have really been so helpful for me to really learn how to establish boundaries with scheduling with her. Why is it difficult? So what part of your scheduling do you have to change? Uh, For me specifically, just for this month, and I mean, I say just for this month, but I'm sure it will continue on. Um, I chose to get off of Facebook. I can spend way too much time scrolling Facebook. Facebook is where I find myself losing hours, um, losing my religion and my mind sometimes by getting into like 
no, this is not this way. And then I'm like, delete, 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 delete. Um, and so, you know, it was difficult because I had to change my social media habits. I had to say, you know what, I'm okay not being quote unquote seen on a social media platform and risk whatever that means to my business because I know it's better in the long term for myself and for my business. And standing your ground when pushback happens. So, you know, we're going to talk a lot about um, jobs. I'm actually going to do a specific podcast on work-related expectations, but you can expect perhaps your kids, your partner, your in-laws, um, you know, the people in your life who are used to taking advantage of your time. These are the people that are going to be pushing back. Like, what do you mean I can't, you know, call you after 8.30 at night? I will tell you all this week, I've had someone who has called me after 8.30. They want to talk to me. I'm getting the text messages. Like, I just wanted to talk real quick. I just want to hear your voice. I just, no, that is my boundary. I have a sleep schedule and I sleep much better when I adhere to that. When my phone is down, my phone is down and no amount of like, emotional manipulation is going to change that. Because the second that I pick up that phone at 834 at 845, for the person who just wants to talk that actually had all day to talk, but like, that's when they want to talk. That doesn't work for me, then I'm up till one o'clock. So if you want to talk to me, feel free to call me at 630 at seven, at 730. But I will not answer your call at 842. So being really diligent with your schedule. Okay, so I would love to hear for you guys what you discovered with that. So let's just recap, right? Let's, let's recap, you know, where we went with the weeks. Week one, we really got into ownership of time, right? Um, where were we spending our time that perhaps we didn't need to spend our time because we were managing or micromanaging other people? Someone else would do the job and then we would go behind it and like check it or do it over, do it again. Um, I find that a lot of people, when they start looking at their schedule, they are earning hours back by discovering where they are spending time that they don't need to spend time. Um, not only that, but, you know, this mentality of do it all, be it all. No, I can work a full day and come home with responsibilities and be a great partner or a great friend and tackle all my personal development stuff and do all the pet stuff. Like we talked about this in the podcast yesterday. You have to have healthy expectations of your time. Then we went into really discussing the difference between needs, wants, and desires. Where are we using language that really manipulates our schedule? Or, you know, we say like, I really need the dishes done. You really do not need the dishes done. You want the dishes done. And you have to decide 
the priority level of the dishes being done. If the dishes being done is costing you sleep, is that worth it to you? Um, because you really only have so many hours in the day. So if you know that doing the dishes at 10.30 p.m. is going to frustrate you, one, delegate the task if you can. Um, two, have conversations that you need to have with people in your home, whether that's roommates, partners, parents, or whatever of like, hey, instead of just throwing the dish in the sink, if there is a spot in the dishwasher, put it in the dishwasher. You know, that allows me to spend more time with you or it allows me to decompress more. Be willing to have the honest conversations, but don't stand at a sink full of dirty dishes, completely pissed off and resentful. And then think that it's not going to bleed into your personal relationships. It 100% is. I would also really offer to anyone who they have that thing, right? They need the dishes to be done. They need to sweep the floors, right? We're air quoting needs right now. Um, where did you pick that up from? What happened along the line that you are unable to give yourself rest until the dishes are done? Why is sweeping the floor or the dishes being done or the laundry being folded? Why is your reward for that sleep? Why do you believe that you have to earn the sleep? Now, you may be thinking right now, like, I don't think I have to earn sleep. It's just that I feel better when that's done. So I need it done. But again, I'm going to push back on you because the clinical side of me is going to come through and ask you why. What is it about staying up until, because believe me, I've heard these stories, staying up till 1.30 a.m., folding laundry, not getting enough sleep, being tired the next day, having obviously, you know, a well, air quote cranky disposition, then having a bad day with your coworkers, a bad day with your partner, a bad day with your children, a bad day with your friends, whatever it is. When you really, really think about it on a balance of scales, was having the laundry folded worth it? Was it worth not having sleep? Was it worth those nasty chemicals in your brain? Because technically you're undoing what you think you were doing. You think, oh, I'm going to fold this laundry and it's going to make me feel better. BS. It's going to make you feel worthy. It's going to um, put the pin in something, right? Someone else didn't fold laundry. So now you have to fold laundry. So you're going to show them that you're going to lose sleep because you got to fold laundry. Now it's their fault that you're losing sleep because they didn't fold the damn laundry or they didn't do the damn dishes or they didn't empty the damn dishwasher, right? Whatever it is. Like we're allowed to have honest conversations here. We're allowed to really openly speak about the human conditions, manipulation, frustration, anger, all of it without judgment, but it's going to be feet to the fire type of conversations. So getting real about your language. I would love, 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 love to see you guys swap that over.
being realistic about the expectations of your time. Again, tomorrow's podcast is all going to be about work expectations. One of our members brought up a great point about what do you do when, you know, your supervisor, your boss, the person above you is angry that you didn't get every single task on the list done, but there were, you know, way too many tasks for a normal person to get done. That is going to be covered in tomorrow. Then we want to go over creating and constructing a schedule you can keep. I'm going to bring out some papers real quick here. I'll tell you which ones they are. Um, you know, realistically, when you're creating that schedule, you want to make sure that you're writing everything down. We've talked about that, right? The brain dump. You want to identify your priorities. Again, we're going to get into some paperwork. Um, you know, so let's get that out now. So I am pulling off of my wall. I actually have um, a clipboard with all of my stuff on it. So it hangs right to the left of my computer. Um, it, I'll, I'll shoot a picture and I'll put it in Patreon for you guys. So I'm gonna hold it up to the camera, but don't worry, I'll explain it if you're listening on the podcast. So I have my life wheel on top. I have my calendar for, and I have, I have everything new. I think I left some, um, some of my ones from February in there. So then I have my calendar printed out from the revolution, um, journal. You can use whatever you want. I have my goals for the month. So there is February. I, if you're listening on the podcast, um, there is all of my boxes ticked, what I've done, what I haven't done. Um, and in fact, I can tick a lot more of those. Let's go ahead and tick, tick. Um, you know, and there's, I'm going to be real honest. There's stuff on my list. Like just get the Xmas stuff put away into the attic. Is it put away in boxes? Heck yeah. Is it in the attic yet? Nope. Um, <laughs> All right. So the next page that we are looking at is an empty goal sheet for the month because I'm doing the next one, our resiliency tool for the month, which I actually already had out. I have an empty one for um, March. In fact, my March one's already filled out. <laughs> Sneak peekies tomorrow. So this is your brain dump. If you are looking through the journal, um, it's going to be the page that says brain dump and it just has lines. You guys can write on the gray and the white. So if you feel like you were just having an overwhelming day and you have so much, write it all down. Do that before bed, get it out of your head, okay? So the next page is your prioritize. When we talk about prioritizing what we need, this is something that Burnout to Bliss members know, Business Bliss members know. When you, so take your brain dump, right? And you want to look at everything that needs to be done in the next hour to two hours. Those are your priorities. Okay. Those are a level one priority. Get her done. Anything else that has to be done. And right now I want to be very specific that I'm talking about personal tasks. Now, if you can parlay this into work, please do. Not everyone has the same work structure. It would be impossible for me to talk about, you know, work scheduling. But in your mind, if you are able to apply this tactic to work, please feel free to use it. So anything that has to be done within an hour to two hours, that's your priority. Get her done. 
anything that has to be done by midday. Those are your level two priorities, okay? Anything that has to be done, <clears throat> pardon me, by the end of the day, that's your level three priority. Put it on the list for that day, okay? Then when you are looking at your list, if you can cluster items, let's say priority one, priority two, and priority three have send an email to such and such. Cluster those up. Get Open up your computer, open up your laptop, open up your phone, send those emails straight away. Okay, done. Off the list. Because you know that that takes under five minutes. Get her off the list. Okay. Um, so look for those similar tasks, the calls, emails, um, texts, and anything that does not have to be done that day, it is a priority for. It goes on to tomorrow's list. That is why you guys have the option to print these out so that you can make a weekly list. If you don't want to use this, that's completely fine. If you have a system that's working for you, keep going. You got a bullet journal, introduce this into it. You got a regular journal, introduce this into it. Okay. Uh, there is one that has your times on it. And then there's one that's blank. If you want to put your own times on it. Another thing that you can do after you've done your brain dump, after you've done your prioritization is optimize your tasks. Okay. If you know that you have text messages to send out, or you got grocery pickup, um, you have kid pickup, whatever it is, can you set up a carpool? So maybe you're only picking up two days a week versus five days a week. Can you do grocery pickup versus having to go into the store and hoping to bank on the fact that you can get in and out and the store's not crazy busy, right? Get signed up with something like Instacart, Food Jets, where either you go to the grocery store at a certain time and all your bags come out to you or they come to your door. Text messages. Now, this is only for the people that are live. You're going to be able to see this, but I'm going to explain it to you, okay? Let's say that you have um, a bunch of texts to send out. You know that you have to send out um, a few, you know, texts for tomorrow. You can go into your text message setting. So I'm doing it live here. I'm actually going to bring up one of our members right now. Now, up wherever you have your three little dots, right? You're like, you should have a call when you're looking at your text messages, you should have a call button, a delete button, and then three dots or whatever your um, extras are. If you hit those three dots, they'll have like view contact, edit recipients, quick reply, insert emoji, mute, block number, add subject. There's also one now. If you have an updated phone that says schedule sending, if it is 1130 at night and you're like, oh my God, I need to text that person something, but I don't want to text it now because it's schedule sending, hit that button and you're going to see the time and date that you can actually schedule a text message. You can schedule it out for a day. You can schedule it out for two days. Honey, you could schedule it out two weeks from now. Okay. So optimize what you have to do delegate, 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 delegate. You are not the end all to be all. Do not be 
a martyr when it comes to tasking. It is okay to let someone else fold the laundry. It's okay to let someone else fold the towels. Okay. You let your five-year-old fold the towels. Are they going to look wonky? Yeah. Are they still going to wind up in the linen closet? Yeah. Are they still going to dry your body? Sure thing. Who's coming over and looking in your linen closet, right? So we have all of these things that we have to get past. If we really want to own our time, feel happy about our time, there are hangups, let's call them, that we're going to have to get past. You're going to have to delegate that sink full of dishes or you're going to have to let it rest, okay? But to, and then we talked about this when we talked about a real expectation of time based on what you have to do. If you only have two extra hours in your day, I don't know where you think you're pulling time out of your beautiful bunghole uh, to think that you're going to empty a dishwasher, do a load of laundry, fold that load of laundry, sweep and mop the floors because you're not because the time isn't there. And I say this only because there are so many of my clients, so many of my friends, I have so many conversations about time being tied into worth. And we need to break down that stigma um, of tasking being tied into worth. Well, I didn't get everything done on my list today. So, you know, I'm not really sure that it's like this feeling of like, I don't feel good. We just cover that. I don't feel good if I go to bed and there's laundry. I don't feel good if I go to bed and there's dishes in the sink. Like I'm all for, Hey, if you're going to get ants, dude, do those dishes. But also before that, how'd those dishes pile up? Because if your dishes are piling up, you're not the only one in the house. So why are you the only one doing them? Right? So whole, whole nother Oprah. Okay. So when you come in and you actually start utilizing these tools, it may feel very wonky. It may be like, oh my gosh, I just feel like uh, I don't want to leave the dishes undone. Or it may be like, okay, great. So I created two hours and then you're just sitting there and you're like, what am I going to do for these two hours? Well, I'd rather just do the dishes. So it's really that internal conversation of getting clear with ourselves. If we are saying, I really want more time. I really wish that I could read this book. I really wish that I could take a bath once a week. I really wish that I had more time for the gym. Then when you create the time, use it. Don't feel guilty about creating the time. Oh my God, you have two free hours? Go to the gym. Go on a walk. Take a bath, right? Be flexible with your free time and be flexible in general, which is kind of an interesting uh, concept considering we're talking about scheduling. But your priorities are going to shift. And you can't be so, this is I think where it gets complicated for people because you want to construct a schedule that allows you to have a balance, right? A balance of personal, professional, and leisure time. 
But you also don't want to be so rigid with that, that if something comes up, you're like, I'm sorry, I can't go to your wedding because it, you know, it wouldn't fit into my schedule. No, be flexible. Hey, you guys, I typically do um, these webinars on the second Saturday of every month. I was dealing with COVID fatigue. There was no way, literally no way that I could have gotten out of bed and sat here and given you any appropriation of what you um, you deserve. You would not have been getting the best of me. You would not have been getting appropriate tools for me. You would not have been getting um, even logical, Heather, that could think. You'd be getting COVID fatigue, Heather, which if you have not had the experience of knowing someone who is recovering from COVID and seeing them in that, you are like a zombie. I, I can, I still have days where I can sleep 18 hours. And is that the plan for that day? No, because do I have responsibilities? Yes. But when I know that my physical, mental, and spiritual being needs care, guess what? That's coming over clients. That's coming over the dishwasher. That's coming over cleaning the bathroom. That's coming over reorganizing the front room. So I'm going to sleep for hours. I'm going to give my body, my soul, my mind what it needs. And I'm going to pick up the next day. Does that mean that I could feel a little behind? Sure. But I'll tell you, if I tried to actually move through that day, I probably would have been down for another two to three days because the body didn't get what it needed to recover. So don't be so caught up in the tasking and the to-do and the ticking of the boxes of the things that you're not taking care of yourself. Remember, we are a human being, not a human doing. So I would love, love, love to get feedback. You guys, if you are on the podcast, you can actually drop comments into um, a lot of the different venues that host this podcast. So if you're on Spotify, if you're on Anchor, um, I don't know that Apple does it. I'm not an Apple person, but I would love to hear whether it's on Patreon or on, you know, the Discord text chat whether it's in the comment section of this podcast, where have you been able to switch at least one thing up in your scheduling that benefited you? Um, mine specifically has been getting off of Facebook for sure. For sure, for sure. I would encourage every single one of you to start constructing that schedule if you haven't already and give it 30 days. Try it out because it's going to feel wonky. It's going to feel abnormal. You're going to want to revert back to old ways. Um, believe me, getting off the scroll, it is addictive. There were so many times the first two weeks where I would like grab my phone at three o'clock in the morning to go hit Facebook. And luckily it wasn't on my phone. And I was like, oh, that's not on my phone. I suppose I'll put my phone down and go back to bed. 
it was very, very interesting. And then the next two weeks, I actually was not reaching for it. Um, you know, I missed some things because they were specifically tied into a Facebook group or a Facebook post that um, announced it, which, you know, I am okay with. The, you know, the two things that I missed out on, like, oh, would have loved to attend those. But when I look at the time that I've spent off of social media, the exchange for that, I, I would not give back because I didn't get in a single Facebook fight. I didn't think ill of anybody because of their political <laughs> opinions. I didn't get wrapped up in any nonsense. I've really just been over here in the land of like, you know, posting and talking with people on Instagram and like looking at funny TikToks in my downtime and having reading time and creation time and just free time, free time to be bored. So give yourself a month to adjust to the schedule. Want to give you guys a sneak peek why we're on of the resiliency tool for March. Woohoo! I already have mine printed out. So the resiliency tool for March is going to be positive self-talk. Um, you could see this as either bringing positive self-talk into your life or ditching negative self-talk. However, it better sits with you on a language uh, scale. And again, we're going to go through the same things. The place I need to use this the most, right? In what aspect of your life do you find yourself speaking the worst to yourself or not acknowledging your success? The person that you need to use this most with, who's adding to your negative self-talk? Who agrees with you when you put yourself down? And who in your life is the first to criticize you? We all have one. We all freaking have one, whether it's ourself or whether it is like, you know, some member of the family or some like frenemy who's just like, oh, you did that. Mm, okay. Like, girl, shush. This is difficult for me because so what internal dialogue or story is preventing you from seeing yourself in your highest form? Whose version of you are you still owning? And I will stand my ground when pushback happens because we want to know what would it mean to you to feel proud of yourself, be feel proud of your actions? What would it feel like to create a support system that holds you accountable? In we actually got cut off there a little bit. So I am off of discord and I'm actually coming back to record this. I listened to where we left off at. So what would it mean to you to have a support system who started holding you accountable um, in love versus anger and actually counters you when you start speaking poorly of yourself. So that's what we're going to be diving into in March. Now, luckily, it didn't cut off um, a lot of the, the Discord chat, which is phenomenal. So little sneak peek of what we're doing in March. I would love to hear from you guys, whether it is today on Discord Friday in my private Patreon box, which a lot of you guys utilize, which by the way, is totally fine. Um, you know, the messages always start off as like, I don't mean to bug you or like, if you have time, 
listen, you can totally leave a message on Wednesday and I will get to it on Friday, but Fridays are my days just for you guys. So utilize it. I am here in front of my computer. It's kind of my admin day. Um, sometimes like today I had uh, clients in the morning, so I'll have clients starting early in the morning. Um, but I'm always looking at Discord. I'm getting back to messages in between clients or when I'm done with clients. So utilize that. I would love to know what did you implement this month in a positive way that allowed you to have a better schedule? Or what did you detract from what behaviors you already had? How did you switch your language? Where do you find yourself needing help? That's what I'm here for. This is what this whole thing is here for. So if you're finding that you're needing help or you're struggling to stay consistent or you're not even sure how to build your schedule, um, you feel like everything is a priority one. <laughs> you feel like everything is a priority one. It's all a priority one, Heather. Help me. Um, just get together with me. Um, I, I love looking over people's schedules and getting in and talking honestly, because a lot of times it's harder for the person at hand, which would be you, to really see where things could be delegated, cut back, what could be moved to a different day, because you're not seeing it from an outside lens. So please, I am happy, happy, happy to help. Um, I really loved this version where we could stream live, uh, stream live on video, um, because that way you guys are able to put any questions in real time into the chat, and I can actually answer them on the webinar in the video portion. So um, I love the way this works. Unless you guys on the replay um, here on the podcast are super fussy that you don't get to see my face, then we will be keeping it this way. If there's a lot of pushback, like I said in the podcast earlier this week about like, no, we want to see our face hola. Then we'll go back to the whole unlisted YouTube streaming thing. Um, but this really worked amazingly well. It's like a one-stop shop. <laughs> um, the only issue was that Inker got cut off, and I think that had to do with a connection issue versus anything else. So let me know how you did with your scheduling this month. And tomorrow's podcast will be all about work expectations, because I know that that got very muddy, very gray, very muddled of like, well, if we're talking about scheduling, I don't control my work schedule. So I felt like it was very important to dedicate an entire podcast to the work expectations. So look for that tomorrow. I really enjoyed this. Send me your questions and uh, I'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Bye-bye guys.